I noticed something in the first reading, or no, the second reading, that I hadn't noticed before. That one of the most powerful and beautiful signs that salvation has come into a person's life is when that person's heart cries out, Abba, Father. Isn't that beautiful? That if you and I throughout this day, we come to a moment of need and we find our heart just, just crying out, Abba, Father, please hear my prayer. That is a beautiful, powerful sign of salvation. That salvation is at work in our life. There's a beautiful love and devotion to Mary in our community. And it often deeply moves me, like on this day, that regardless of whether this celebration is obligatory or not, here we are. We come because we love Mary. And we love God who has given her to us. And we celebrate this gift on all these special solemnities. Like today, Mary, the mother of God. And we notice in the readings the last few weeks, in this, during this, this octave of Christmas, that there is gospel joy. And we notice that the joy is centered around the birth of Jesus. And the message is so clear. The angels announced it to the shepherds. Today has been born for you, for me, a savior. And perhaps you, you feel this with me many days, that each day we need Jesus to save us. It's not just like a one time over and done with. No, <laughs> every day I need Jesus to save me, to be my savior, I need him to protect me from evil. I need him to deliver me in moments of temptation. When I fall into sin, I need Jesus to raise me up, forgive me, and help me start anew. Jesus, come and save us. And the name that was given to him also announced by the angel, is very clear on the same message. You shall call him Jesus because he will save his people from their sin. And so the name means to rescue, to deliver, God who saves, all centered around this mystery of salvation. And so as we begin this new year, we are again invited to look at Mary, 
And what is she doing in this gospel that we have just heard? It's said that she is, she's hearing and seeing all these different signs of salvation that come with the birth of her child. And it says that she's taking it all in and she's pondering it. She's reflecting on it in her heart. Mary is feeding on her son who is the word made flesh. She who would feed this little child is feeding on him. Because we remember that the manger, the manger is a feeding trough for animals. And Jesus is resting in that manger because he is going to be the one who feeds us. One day he will become the bread of life in the Eucharist. And he will feed us with his body and blood, soul and divinity. And this we will have the privilege of receiving at this Mass. But he's also the Word made flesh. He is the Word of God. And we are not to live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. And so Mary is feeding on Jesus, her son. She's chewing on the word, which is what we do when we ponder and reflect and contemplate on this word. And what is it that is being revealed that Mary is pondering? Certainly one mystery that stands out is the humility of God. My goodness, the humility of God. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you and I could begin this new year with more humility? Just think about how many times our pride gets in the way. And if we could just start this year and bring into this year a heart that is more humble, what a difference that would make. And to see that God is more humble than we are, it should be the other way around. We are the lowly creatures created by God. You would think that we should be more humble than God is. And yet God reveals himself in a humility that is absolutely amazing. And it should just melt the pride in our hearts and help us to begin this year with greater humility. Also revealed the power of tenderness. In the world that in which we are, in, in which we are navigating life these days, there is so much anger, so much impatience, people treating each other with so much 
harshness, criticism, judgment. If we could take in the power of tenderness from the Christ child, what a different year this would be. And finally, just one more little little possibility to reflect upon is silence. The silence that shrouds this mystery, the way that comes, the way that God comes in this profound silence. Again, we should pray for the gift of silence to approach this new year with greater silence, to look upon life with silence, and to have a heart that is listening and watching for God. And not all the talk, the clamor of voices that in our world is so often empty and doesn't advance us very far in anything good to step out of the, the, the clamoring of voices, all the chatter, and to approach this new year with silence. Oh, I desire this one. Had a lot of it over Christmas. <laughs> Not only was I sick, I couldn't even, I couldn't even talk. God took my voice completely away. My dear friends, this is how the Lord is inviting us to start this new year, to imitate Mary and to become people of the Word and to ponder, to reflect, to chew on the Word being revealed in this mystery and to take it in in such a way that it actually changes us. Let us feed on Jesus, the bread of life and the word of God. Amen.